0: three two
1: one
0: what's up everybody and welcome back to another episode of the off the top podcast i say welcome back but like bro can't lie this is like the first episode in like 14 months <laughs> so it's like it's like really like the first episode but like whatever we'll just keep it low while recording uh, i did not even i did not even fucking like say who i'm with i'm here with ife <laughs> well, you have to talk about the Miami Heat and the Lakers, the NBA Finals game one literally ended like an hour ago. As you can see, or as you guys hear, um, I'm, I'm over the moon as Lakers, Lakers defeated the Heat 116 to 98. If I tell the
1: people what happened, please. Honestly, bro, there's just one stats that matters to me. Miami led 23 to 10. And since then, the Lakers went on a 75-30 to 30 run. <laughs> <laughs> in the NBA Finals, game one. <laughs> Bro, I, I don't know what happened. I don't know. Honestly, I can't even explain it to you. But you know what? I'm just going to chalk it up as the throwaway game. This is Miami's throwaway game. They decided to just get a feel of what the Lakers would do. Mm. But the Lakers are on in their mamba jersey. So what? Are we going to throw away game two as well? Yeah. I right. okay so we're going to take this as
0: like some we're going to divide this into like three different segments basically so firstly mm-hmm. we're going to talk about like like about like the game what happened in the game next then we're going to talk about um the injuries because obviously there are some key injuries we need to talk about like drag got uh, a leg injury um yeah. the um bam has a shoulder mm-hmm. or hand injury i'm not really sure what mm-hmm. What like he got injured, but like I know it's the same thing that happened to him versus the Celtics. And then in our third mm-hmm. segment, not really, it's, we're going to talk about what we can expect adjustment wise. Not really adjustment, matter what you what you'd love like to see differently from what you saw in game one. So, firstly, my f- first thing from the game is, if I told you that LeBron is one and eight before this game in game ones of the
1: finals, what would your reaction be? One and eight. I say, like I would say, a liar with the way they played today, with the way him and his team played today. that—that that is exactly the fact. Like LeBron
0: is actually LeBron teams are one and eight in game ones of the Finals. Mm-hmm. So I say that to say when the Lakers, when the Lakers were messing around because like that's what I mean because the defense was honestly the Lakers are the best defensive team in the league. I honestly believe that, and the defense to start that game was horrible. Obviously, it doesn't help when Jay Crowder is literally on like on fire from three to start and, the game. Yeah, yeah, you you want him to take those shots, honestly. So him making it doesn't help. But like they were not like they were not like they were allowing Bam to have like easy rolls to the easy rim.
1: Easy, yeah, easy
0: dunks. Like yeah. Jay Crowder was getting easy threes. Like I honestly just thought, okay, now we have one and nine for the first game, but something changed, and I I want to see if you noticed it. Of, of it, like when they took out LeBron. And they brought and they took out Dwight and like it was Rondo and Kuzman. They put AD in. at the five, right? And they put yeah, and they put AD at the five. Not only AD at the five, but it kind of puts um the Lakers in a more like traditional, like defensive and offensive matchup. Because what they were trying to do on offense was Jay Crowder was on was on was on um was on AD. That way though, because of that, you couldn't like put BAM in like a lot of like actions like, making fouls yeah, right like yeah, Mickey. Yeah. so like at, 80, at five, and like we rondo i think the whole that switched the whole thing up and we didn't even see dwight again for the whole second half with that thing and another thing i would say about the lakers is if they're going to shoot threes and hit threes you literally have no hope like you have, like you could play anybody like it could be any team if they hit their threes they're not going to yeah, and like the lakers in the first half were on literal fire from 3 i believe they were 11 of 17 at, at mm-hmm. the end of the first half and they ended up with when i when i saw this that all like they were 11 of 17 and they ended up with 15 makes they were 11 of 17 so, in the first half and ended up with 15 makes for the whole game that's how crazy their shooting was in the first half
1: you can win. You can win when the Lakers are making threes, two thousand percent. So it's like everyone knows that once they start making those shots and LeBron is literally picking your team out, you're now winning Nike. And not even to be honest, bro. Like this game, I was watching it, and twenty three to ten, um, Lakers had like four turnovers. Miami had like nine points off those turnovers. I was watching it with my brother, and I'm like, yo, I don't care. The Lakers are shooting themselves in the foot. Let's yeah. see what happens after everything changed. And then, uh-huh. all of a sudden, after the end of the first quarter, the Lakers were up by three, thirty-one to 28. And I'm like, fuck. I don't <laughs> like where this shit is trending. I don't... Even with all the shots, it was 43-41 at the second quarter. I still didn't like it. Yeah. Because yeah. the Lakers were really just... They, they just kept on making those three-point shots. And somehow, Danny Green decided to come alive today. Oh, all my begging. I
0: literally <laughs> spent the whole season begging Danny Green. Like, I have nothing less than... 40 or 50 tweets
1: that just read, <laughs> please, Danny. Like, <laughs> he ends up. <laughs> he Danny green story <laughs> was playing Miami and he had 2014 13 flashbacks. Bro, like, he sees that Miami he's just, yeah, he's just like, yep, time to turn
0: up. I guess it's the final. It's like, round. it's time.
1: Yes. And he's like, yo, I remember when I used to burn these guys. It's time to go yeah. again. Uh, so, um, this- honestly, this game, I'm just going to chuck it up to. I'm just going to take, it's a throwaway game. Um, Obviously, I wish I wish we played better defensively. Our effort defensively was just sucking. Dwight Howard was turning to fucking Rondo, passing the ball to AD, <laughs> throwing to AD. Yeah. And I'm like, what the fuck is this nonsense? Some Something about, something that I said I was going to
0: ask about, like, the Miami Heat's defense. So, obviously, the Lakers shot wall from three that's that's something but like most of them i think you say were wide open threes they were hitting wide open, yeah. also i think in the in the first half i have i have between i don't know if i'm going to be able to pull up the tweet fast enough but like i saw the numbers at the end of the game at the end of the first half and then it was something like yeah so it was 18 the lakers had 18 points in the paint there were 11 of 17 from three and 10 of 10 from the free throw line at half time and like mm-hmm. at the point you're going to have to you know you're going like, okay, yeah. Take away something like what? What was like? Honestly, what usually? What is Miami's plan on defense? Because like I, I, I you know,
1: both plan. of us, both of us the was, plan was to, which which I would have agreed with them. I would have said, you know what? Let them take the threes. Mm-hmm. But they started making them, bro. And uh, and all of a sudden, the Miami hit culture where you know what? You don't you don't um, you don't stress. You don't throw your game plan out the window. It went out the window quick, cause once they started making those threes, they started jumping out to those threes, and AD just started feasting in the paint, bro. Yeah, and like that's thats another thing that I
0: saw someone on Twitter say that like this is the first time that like the Miami Heat have actually looked like frustrated with with like like the way the game is going. Usually, even though that like they're losing the game, you always feel like I can remember the game they lost to the Milwaukee Bucks where Middleton was going crazy and they lost in overtime, I believe. Like you could see, they always felt comfortable that they were going to be able to do like something, and even when the Heat were making their run in like the fourth quarter, I say run, because like it wasn't really a run, it was like run, yeah. Lakers basically gave up and like it just was, started was, playing.
1: They was, was done, bro. Yeah,
0: they, were, they started playing <laughs> trash defense and Kendry, and they allowed just a bunch of like Kendry Nunn and Kelly Olenek stuff to happen. Like you could see that even the Heat weren't even like really comfortable. Like, honestly, I saw the faces of like Spostra and like um, Udonis Haslam, and like you could just tell that like, okay, this is like, a, like we're not happy with the way
1: the game went at all. Honestly, I'm not I'm not even happy with it. The that first half, not even the first half plus the first six minutes of the third quarter. Yeah, like that this, was, they lost that the game like, like, from like the heat, From like, the, like heat, the, heat of, the
0: heat lost the second quarter 34 to 20 and lost the third quarter 28 to 19. Like that's basically bro. your ball game, right? There,
1: bro. That's that's the whole game, And yeah. it's like Granted, this is the best. I don't care what anyone says. If anyone is going to be like, Milwaukee was a better... Nah, this is the best team we're going to face in the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously, like, obviously. And I don't know... I I don't know to ask you, like, do you
0: think the Miami... Like, the Milwaukee Heat are better than Houston or the Nuggets? Just from, like... I said, yeah, from a Miami perspective, do you think they're a better team than those two? Just if you were to think. Um,
1: Maybe... Because I'm, I'm not a big fan of teams where you can focus on one person. Like, if you guard one person, the whole team breaks down. Which is pretty much what the Milwaukee Bucks are and the Houston Rockets. Uh-huh. If you focus on Harden, the whole team breaks down for the Rockets. If you focus on Milwaukee Bucks, if you focus on Giannis for the Milwaukee Bucks, the whole team breaks down. So, it's like, I'm not a big fan of those teams. I think the Nuggets, the Lakers, the Lakers definitely, I want to say the Lakers, the Nuggets is the... Honestly, the Nuggets were the only hard team they played. We can all say, oh, people were picking Portland and Houston. Let's, and let's, I, I 100% go. agree
0: with you. But, like,
1: I think <laughs> I think
0: the Lakers only face, like, the Nuggets are, 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 are not even, like, the hardest team. I think the Nuggets are, like, the only real team. Like, in, in like, the Portland series, you take away Lillard or, like, McCollum and, like, they basically can't do anything.
1: You take exactly. away
0: you take away um harding and basically like literally all the Lakers that they were double teaming harding and be like, okay, score, and then the rest of the team were like, Um, 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 what do we do? But like the Nuggets, at least they have like a whole plan. You give it to Jokic, you give it to yeah. this, you give it like they had like ways to do stuff, and the Lakers are able to have
1: the Nuggets them. played hard, bro. They played hard yeah. for those for four games. Like, I <laughs> like the <laughs>
0: thing about the Nuggets is they are mentally tough because like there's yeah. like before before they lost to and five to the Lakers, like they've literally all their remaining games have gone like literally every single Jokic and Jamamori, like series. I think for their whole playoff career has gone seven games. They've never yeah. lost before seven, so that's how mentally tough they are. I say that to say you don't, this because one
1: had to literally say, "You know what? You guys need to go home," and he closed right, them okay. out. With the right.
0: I just I, the reason why I even brought this up is just to like establish how actually good the Miami Heat are. Uh, that the Miami Heat are an actual like good team like um <clears throat> i just saw i just saw, i just saw this tweet and i'm kind of like not happy, like i'm not happy but like um it's from War and he says miami's Goran Dragic has suffered a plantar tear in of the left foot Sources tell espn and then some other tweets following that is chris haynes he says Goran Dragic exited the arena without utilizing the boots and he wasn't favoring his foot much at all and then from Bobby Mike, he says, Joe Johnson suffered a torn plantar fascia in his foot during the game two of the 2013 first round versus Chicago. Um, Johnson would go on to receive an injection in the foot before each game and he would struggle to shoot. He shot 25% from three and 41% from the field overall. So from those tweets, from the tweets, basically, it, I think it's kind of like in a way that like Jordan, like Dragic should be able to continue to play, even though he was uncomfortable. But like, I think that's good news for the Heat. General, because like you like you know you watch a lot of like um um, football like you see when guys get injured and there's nothing like you can't like tell what injured them that's usually a bad injury Mm -hmm. and like that's and that's what I was fearing for Georgie but to see that like it's an injury but like it's not something bad I think it's actually like good news
1: for the Heat in general. Yeah, honestly, I agree. Hopefully, hopefully both of them come back. Um, I don't know. Um, I don't know if. I'm I'm curious to see what they do. Did they start Hero as the point guard? Did they bring none back? I don't know. I'm over <laughs> here just. Yeah.
0: Um. So, okay. Let's let's wrap this up. Let's go on the Bam thing first. So as for Bam, his injury, I don't know how like. Um I saw that like I remember like after he got injured against the Celtics, he was still able to like practice the next day
1: yeah.
0: and then and like play, even though he had like a horrible game five, he still came back with mm-hmm. game six and played really well. I think he had like 30 and 12 or something ridiculous really like that. So hopefully I say hopefully because obviously you don't want like people to get injured, especially in the finals, even though like no one is healthy at this point in the season, yeah. especially, oh. like, especially like literally people um people have been playing games every single game, like it's been Basically, like a game every other day for like what three or four months now. So, no one is fully healthy, but like you don't want to see someone like not be able to play in the final. So, I hope both of them get in, get back in shape. Did you see anything from the Heat that you thought, okay, at least this can work in the next game? Kendrick Nunn minutes. (laughs) I, I, I have to say, I have to say something about like the Kendrick Nunn thing because one, I knew immediately, like like he scored a few points, someone would like someone or some people are going to be like, oh, the Lakers
1: let Kendrick Nunn like do some stuff, and Yo, it was the boy. AD said it in the an interview, and Shadow Sharp said it. They're like, hmm, yeah, because like it's, it's the most it's the most
0: cliche thing like ever. Like, do you think the Lakers are just going to allow Kendrick non cook them in the... Don't like, go up again. Like,
1: the just be like,
0: oh. The Lakers, like Kendrick, not get loose. Now he has thirty-five points in game two. Like that's not the way it's going to work. But one last, like about like don't even Kendrick, not, but like Hero and like Duncan Robinson. I don't understand. Like a, like a whole like a narrative that was going on before the um series started was the Miami Heat have a lot of guys to throw at like LeBron. I don't understand why you have so many guys to throw at LeBron if you're just going to switch literally every single thing the Lakers do. Like, mm-hmm. LeBron could literally think, I want I want Hero to defend me, so I'm just going to screen with Hero's guy. Or I want Duncan Robinson to defend me, so I'm just going to screen with Duncan Robinson's man. What did you think about, like, that defensive strategy in particular?
1: Um, I So this is another reason why I'm, like, I'm not really too focusing on this game because I, I don't know. Because you know, you watch film, Eric's post is a, film film god from what i yeah. and you want yeah crazy. you see what lebron does where he's literally targeting the worst defenders on each team and he's picking and choosing and you just kept on switching everything that part didn't make sense to me i was watching and i'm like why aren't you hedging or doing something in a way where you don't switch you don't make that switch yeah. so i'm not i'm not i'm not trying to focus at this point i'm not trying to focus too much on like those things if i see they get in game two and then I'm like, oh, I guess these people are crazy. Because mm-hmm. they're doing it again. So I'm I, I honestly thought it was terrible. And I thought they should have done something, which is something you would bring up. If if someone like me, that I'm not being paid professionally to, to watch, go on YouTube and watch film and see that and decide, okay, I'm not gonna give LeBron what he wants, mm-hmm. then you they didn't pay that much money up there. You would be able to see that too and decide that. And the fact that they kept on giving them those switches, I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't agree with it. And I'm just going to chuck it up to the fact that it's game one and they're trying to feel what LeBron was doing. And then we'll wait till game two. Okay. And then again, like another
0: adjustment thing for game two is, did, like I asked you during the series, like, or did I ask you, I just tweeted it, I believe I was like, so like do the Heat just play like one big, like, the whole, like, not even like the whole game like they, they just have like Bam and like no other big. Yeah. So Olini came in, but Olini coming in was more of a result of like Bam getting injured and like garbage right. time. But like, for like when the game was still competitive, it was literally Bam at center. And then when Bam was on the bench, it was like Solomon Hill and Igudala at like center. Mm, the thing yeah. About, yeah. And the thing about like the Lakers is they're literally built like a team from like 1998. They have like LeBron at like 6'9. <laughs> They have Ad at like six ten and Dwight at like six eleven or like seven feet. I'm not even sure. Like, how are you playing Iguodala at center and like Bam as the only big? Do you think the the Heat needs to like play lineups that have like Bam and like olinic or
1: she, dare I even say like Miles Leonard? Even if, that's if right. yeah. since we started with Miles Leonard, since when the season started? When was when the season started? We we're playing with. We were playing with Myers Leonard and what, Bam at the beginning of yeah. the season. Yeah, um, And then the bubble came. Myers Leonard got injured. And then we, we, we literally experimented with different lineups. COVID happened, shut down. Bubble came. They went with Jay Crowder to the fore. I didn't complain because other teams, if you notice, the other teams that we were playing, we were kind of playing small too. Yeah, like, like, I, like I looked and like literally
0: Daniel Tice is the same height as LeBron. And that is <laughs> okay. Celtic Center.
1: So, so every 2 we play, we're playing small. So it's cool and all. But when when you come against a team that is really big and they're trying to bully you down low, you can't get away playing back. Just Bam alone. At some point, I would like to see. Honestly, I want to see. I wanna, dare I say, Chris Silver. Chris Silva is injured.
0: Got, I checked. He's oh. injured. He can't like. I think he had. Yeah, I think. I think he's been like inactive. For every single game. So like that would have been something, another thing.
1: Some uh if we see Miles Leonard minute minute, maybe he pulls Adi away from the basket somehow. Yeah. And, and the thing, the thing is,
0: I don't even think one is enough. I think it has to be two. I think it has to be like Miles Leonard and someone else. Yeah,
1: exactly. It has to be Miles yeah. Leonard and BAM.
0: Yeah. You have to play, you
1: have to go back to being traditional. And if your other big guy is a three-point children, then that's perfect. Yeah, at least at least if you play like if you play
0: my or Olenek, at least both of them can stay on the three-point line while like Bam still orchestrates get, or get mm-hmm. from the
1: center. Exactly, exactly. Which is I'm I'm hoping that's maybe not start them, but play them more minutes. Yeah. And for God's sake, get rid of those Solomon Hill minutes for God's sake. The Solomon Hill thing is such a weird thing because like I don't I can't even remember him playing out oh, of no at way all, at
0: all for like the heat and then at like the Celtic series I just saw like a meme of him game on like five. Twitter and I was like like why is Solomon Hill on like the courts for like the Heat? <laughs> and then he ends up playing 18 minutes in this game. He goes like two of six
1: from the field and zero four from three. Like it's, it's where did Solomon Hill come from in game five? I was like, yo, Solomon Hill? I'm like, you know what? Let me talk it up to something. And I see him again in Game Six. I'm like, oh nah, Sports play is on some is on some wild business. Yeah. Some things but, for the Heat. Honestly, before,
0: we, before we end, and I give you the last chance to say whatever you, what you have to say about the Heat. Some things that like I don't just like that can't continue if the Heat are going to have any chance in this series is one, Duncan Robinson zero four zero three from three and minus eight and like. Bad defense on LeBron. Tyler Hero, he scores 14 points, but he's minus 35, which is, I, I don't even know how, like, he was minus 30 oh. in the first half. Like, I don't even know how that's possible. Igudala, one of the 17 people.
1: 17 points, you're minus 30. Sheesh.
0: Hmm. Um, Igudala, one of the people you have to throw at LeBron at minus 25. Like, if those things keep on. Even Jimmy Butler, you look at Jimmy Butler; he has twenty-three points, but like he's minus fourteen basically the whole game. So if those, if like the Miami Heat are going to come back, like some of those numbers have to clip. You either like have to just like Duncan Robinson, like he will just kill like the Lakers from three, go like seven of nine and like six of mm-hmm. ten individually, or like Igudala's defense, DeCrow's defense, it just has to improve because sometimes, like. I I can't tell you how many times like um, LeBron was one on one versus like Jimmy or like Iguodana and like he just went to the basket and I'm just like these guys are just too small they don't have like the size to like stop LeBron from just going to the rim so they sure. have to find out a way to like I don't know change that What's like, is, what are your final thoughts on this series before we wrap it
1: up? I not understand. Like, the LeBron one-on-one business is like, I, were they scared of him finding an open three-point because they started making their threes? So I think our defense was just super reactionary today and they didn't like honing on whatever the game plan was or what they had to do. So I'm choking up this game. But my final thought is, I fully don't expect this to happen again again too.
0: I I I hundred yeah. percent agree.
1: I expect I think, them to.
0: I think I think what people like a, a big reason why, like I don't like I don't really like I was I get really annoyed sometimes when I'm listening to like some national some like big reporters or like some big people on, on like TV or podcast talk about it because they put so much stock into like just. Things like just like the score line or like how many points someone scored. Sometimes mm-hmm. you look at sometimes you look at the game and you're like, okay, this is what happened in the game. Like, do I think this is possible to con- continue the this exact same way? And like, some people are just like, okay, this happened in game one, so you know, LeBron scored. 24 points. So he's going to score 24 points again. It is like that's not the way basketball. Is. Like LeBron scored 24 points. He might come out and next game he might shoot two of 10. Or like next game he might score. Right, right. He might go like 14 of 17. And like the heat have like it might literally get worse for the heat, or it he could get better. Like and like chances are that the heat are not going to be down like 30 in the third quarter again, next game. So you have to say this isn't going to happen again. Do they win the game? I don't know. Probably yes, probably not. But like, do they like lose? in this fashion for three more
1: games and just get swept you can't say that yeah and i I'll, i have to give credit to the lakers today honestly like i saw them bam the bam and robinson handoffs where he gets his threes off mm-hmm. literally see two people jumping at robinson and he has yeah. to pass them out of
0: and and a thing about i think about that specific thing is that when like other teams do it like bam is literally wide open but like when the lakers do it, because they play two centers they literally have a center jump at Robinson and, like, the other center is literally
1: just standing there waiting for Bam to come off. So, I'm not... They don't pay me and I'm not an exposure. So, he has to find something. He has to make an adjustment
2: somehow.
1: Yeah. I mean, honestly, if there was anybody I would,
0: I would trust to do this for, is like, on the top of the list to adjust to this. And as you saw, like, losing, like, losing game one isn't the end of the series. You still have six games to go. Like, is it the best thing ever? Would you prefer to win Game One? Yeah, sure. But like, if you lose Game One, doesn't mean you lose the series. Does this make the the, the thing harder for Miami hundred and twenty percent? Yes, they were already underdogs to the Lakers. Not even they were already massive underdogs to the Lakers. Oh
1: don't let don't let
0: people find out that I said that. The Miami totally. got, like, like, don't let people find out that I said the, the Heat were underdogs. I still have my yeah, brand. They're gonna
1: find out anyway
0: because they're gonna listen to the I have my brand to protect, as we believe
1: Lakers, but, you know. (laughs) (laughs) You you and Bolu need to stop doing that.
0: (laughs) I'm providing providing my facts. Like, like, every single time I see a tweet, I just send it. I'm like, bro, look at this. This is just factual evidence of people saying (laughs) the heat are going to, like, Give LeBron and the Lakers problems, and he like, there's like a whole list of people saying he's in six and he's in seven. What am I meant to
1: do? Like, oh, we believe <laughs> <laughs> people need to stop because you know, in your heart, the Lakers have the best. So, the Lakers have the best two players in this series, and supposedly, Miami has the next best five, but it didn't look like that today. I
0: mean that's like that's not the way but, like you don't like the next best five doesn't doesn't even equal to what AD and LeBron give you on both ends of the court you could add LeBron AD. AD LeBron. Like,
1: especially bro, especially like, AD yeah, LeBron I like over. I didn't
0: even give AD enough props I, like I need to before we end like this is going to be the end which I said before we end like 10 times already but this is definitely this. going to be the end Anthony Davis I love <laughs> bro, you you are literally an you. You're a wild animal. 34 points, 9 rebounds, 5 assists, 52% from the field, 2 of 4 from 3, plus 23, 10 of 10 from the free throw line. I'm sorry.
1: Like, There's nothing to
0: do about that. Like, stupendous defense for, um, on Bam, on, on like, he was switched on like girl. hero, he <laughs> was switched on do like drudged. Thank you, Anthony Davis. And with yeah. that, I want to say thank you to the for jumping on the podcast. We're going like yeah. I'm literally going to edit this in a way that like the NFL part of the podcast, which we're recording tomorrow, is going to be next. Stay tuned to that. We're going to have, we're going to talk some NFL stuff. Mm-hmm. Do insult Thank some people. You. Probably insult the hell out of the the out the of the giants. I'm sorry,
1: Fed. Oh, we're, we're,
0: going... <laughs> we're, going... <laughs> <laughs> we're probably going to say some mean words about Dan Quinn and the Falcons and <laughs> I'm probably going to have my, like, just know. I'm going to talk a lot about Cam Newton. So, with that, thank you for listening, and see you guys in basically, like, two seconds. Bye! Okay, we're back with the second part of the of the Top Podcast. I'm here with Bolu. Bolu, say what's up.
2: Hey, what's up, everyone? How are you doing?
0: Yeah. So, we're going to talk about some NFL stuff. Bolu, also a part of the We Believe Lakers. So, I'm just going to give him, like... Two minutes for him to give <laughs> give some quick thoughts about what he thought about like game one yesterday before we could dive into like the NFL stuff.
2: Nobody nobody believed in us, you know. It's the it hard road. It's it a long road to the final to the championship still, but so far uh, we've gotten one. I hope we can snag another one. But you know, and it was a great game from AD. Great game from LeBron. AD especially like they have no answer for him. The zone, he just he's bigger than everyone can see over whatever they're doing and just find the right pass or make the right shots. He's like maybe the ideal player to play against that, their zone, their particular zone. And I, yeah. I really like what he did yesterday. He was aggressive. Yeah. LeBron yeah. too, same thing. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Okay, that's enough. Like I
0: already, like, if you want, we already talked about the NBA enough. We're going to talk about the NFL now. So the NFL season is three-week long. Obviously, now we're in week four. We know yeah. some things about like the COVID policy of the NFL, and we've seen it happen now with the Titans and the Steelers game. The Titans had an outbreak of COVID in their arena. They had, I think, like six, seven, or eight players and like three or four coaches and staff. And we've seen that that has meant that like the game between the Steelers and the Titans has been postponed. Some people thought it was going to play it on Tuesday, but like earlier today, another player and like two more staff, I believe, got infected, and they've been like, "Okay, we just can't like like this. As long as yeah. this keeps happening, we can't play the game." What's your, like? What have been your thoughts about how like the NFL has handled the whole like COVID situation?
2: Uh, from the beginning, I was always kind of skeptical, you know, because they were using um, they, they weren't using a bubble like the NBA was, which was mm-hmm. always going to be a challenge. It was always going to be a challenge logistically to even do it because teams are just larger, but still, I'm sure they could have found a way to do it, so uh, I, I wasn't a big fan of that idea in the first place. And then now, you know, if one team has an outbreak, I'm sure the people they played last week have to be checked out. It's a, cast, it's a domino effect, you know. I just hope it doesn't take down the entire season. I really Yeah. Hope.
0: And, like, obviously, like, um, some doctors have come out to say that, like, the teams that, are, like, is more highly that, like, the team facility as a whole gets, like, an outbreak than, like, the people you play, that the people you play are, like, less at, like, less than the risk. So just because, like, there's not much, like, like, face-to-face interactions without, like, like, shields or, like, masks or, like, helmets, like, so, like, I don't think the Vikings who are, who the, the who the Titans played last week are at much risk of you know getting an outbreak as it ends. but that's okay. I believe. Yeah, that's that. Speaking about like the Vikings at home, what have been your thoughts about like the NFL season? Like what has I don't know, what has surprised you and like what have you not been surprised about the NFL season going on right now? Uh,
2: funny how both uh this answers both of those questions the injuries I mean I expected injuries but I didn't expect them to be this bad because it's really like week two or was was it week two or week like right in between week three. Yeah it was so bad almost every like highlight of a game on a red zone would see someone getting cutted off and it was really messing up people's fantasy teams it's messing up obviously real teams and stuff. So it's really I don't know. I don't know how, like, teams are going to handle it, but you have to keep pushing. People like the 49ers, I mean, they're my division, so I'm not so mad about it, but their team is depleted completely. So, just, I just hope it doesn't continue uh, yeah. anymore. Yeah.
0: yeah, the injury thing is, it's sad, but, like, I would say sad, but not surprising, just because of, like, a few things. One is, there was no real, like, off-season, like, let me start here like because of covid there was no real like off-season training for most of these most of these athletes a lot of them would have gone to like gyms or like things just to get like their workouts in in the off-season and because of like covid most of of those places were shut down and it's pretty hard for you to like not be able to like work out all through the summer and then just cram everything in like a four three three four week period before you can play a real nfl game also because like there were no like there were no like in-person OTAs, there was no like, there was no strength training, there was no like treatment from like physios, there was no real like, you couldn't do anything in there. arena, a couple, you couldn't really do anything at home. So to come in and like have like four weeks of like intense practices and stuff, and then you know straight into an NFL game, I'm pretty surprised that it didn't just happen in game one in week one. It took until week two, four weeks for us to see the full extent of the injury problem. But hopefully, the thing about this is that as the season goes on and people, like, the activity ramps up, the the hopefully, what we hope is that the people that are not injured right now don't get injured. And the people that are injured, the people that are not out for the season, hopefully, come back and we get the full NFL season. Apart from injuries, is there any team? We're going to get to, the, like, the four and three teams and, like, the winless and, like, the unbeaten teams right now. But is there any team or any, yeah. like, player or, like, does surprise you expectation-wise this season?
2: Uh, teams are overachieving. I'd say even though they were good last year, I'd say how good the Bills have been. Like, yeah. We know that they have a great organization. They have like great coaches and uh, offensive play callers. But well, The big question everyone had was how good can Josh Allen really be? And Right now, Brian Ball is calling up his storm. He's calling the perfect player almost every time down the field. It's the perfect marriage between coach and player. And uh, they're really using Japan to the best of his abilities. So I'm really, I've really been impressed by the Bills. Fair enough. Yeah. We'll, see how they, and... we'll see how they do.
0: And the thing about, like, the Buffalo Bills is a lot of people expected them to be good. But, like, a lot of the reasons why people expected them to be good was not the way, like, you know, when you ex- when you have, like, expectations of a team, you have, like, the reasons why you think, okay, this team is going to be good because of this reason. Like, their defense is going to be well, – but, like, so far this season, according to, like, DVOA, which is, like, a stat that, like, ranks takes away, like, a lot of different things that are not – I, don't, I honestly don't know how it's calculated, but I trust it. But, like, it's from football outsiders. Like, the Bills are ranked sixth <laughs> in offensive DVOA, and, like, they're ranked 24th in defensive DVOA. So, like, it shows that, like, what's actually, like, carrying them to this, like, 3 no record is, like, their offense has been just spectacular, and their defense hasn't really been what we would expect them to be. And, like, if the defense could just go back to what – the extent they were playing last season, then – oh, like only no one really knows like the limiter or like the heights in which the Bills team could reach and if Josh Allen keeps on playing to the level he's playing even though he still has some of those plays where you're just like like how ha- like what <laughs> like, like what like he Is had he, a play walking like exactly like like last year so people was like if you had like Jameis on your on your fantasy team you just like close your eyes and just like hope like come on like at like just hope after the game like he has all the fantasy points I think like that's the exact like opposite with Josh Allen if you have like Josh Allen on your fantasy team you'd like you want to see every single play because every single play could 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 either be like a like a 70 yard sack or like a 90 yard touchdown pass because that's how crazy he plays from (laughs) from down to down like he had one he had like on the game winning like drive Against the Rams, he had one play where he was literally sacked for like 30 yards and the next play he throws like a, like a 25 yard pass on like third and like 27 and like I I, I can't understand. Like I honestly can't understand the way he plays football. Like, like,
2: it works, man. It, it yeah, work. that's
0: what like I can say. It works. Speaking about the uh, AFC East, this is where I talk about my New England Patriots, which is <laughs> the weirdest thing to say, because you know, before this season, even though I, like, the weird thing is, I love everything about, like, the way the Patriots do that thing, but, like, I hate everything about the Patriots as, like, being the Patriots, if, if you understand what I mean, but my favorite yeah. player, like, basically my second favorite athlete of all time, like, Number one is LeBron. Number two is Cam Newton. Like, there's no, there's no debate. It's my second favorite. Now is now the quarterback of them. And I love, I love the match. I like I love everything they do. Like a lot of misconceptions about like Cam is about like how he's he hasn't been like this like accurate like passer. He's not like a good passer. He's more of like an athlete than like a quarterback. And like what he has shown in New England is he is none of that. He is I say this not even as a joke. He is one of the smartest people in the NFL, period. Like, period. He is smarter than probably who you think is your smartest white pocket quarterback. He's smarter than that. And this has just been shown in, like, the New England Patriots. They have two and one. And in every single one of their games, he has been a different game plan. In the first game, he runs 15 times. They beat the miami dolphins in the second game he throws for close he throws for close to 400 yards they're like basically on the one yard one yard line to win the game obviously they fall short i'm sure you're happy about that and on the (laughs) and, and in the next in the next game they they basically say okay the 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 raiders are playing this like aggressive form of like defense on their defensive line let's just run the ball and run. they run for close to, like, 250 yards, I believe. Like, three different game plans. One is the, the first game, their quarterback is doing all the running. The next game, the quarterback is doing all the passing. And the third game is basically just the running backs running. Obviously, this week, they have the Kansas City Chiefs. So, that's a whole nother game plan. Like, I can't wait to watch that game personally. But, like, this just shows how, like, cerebral. When, yeah. you, when, you, when you put in, like, Bill Belichick, who is, like, the best coach in the NFL, Josh McDonald's, who is, like, I don't know, what a top three offensive co- coordinator in the league a top two like i like the only reason why i won't put him number one is because i love eric Bienni so much and like what he does and like he should have he should have been the head coach of the panthers i don't know what they were thinking about like they should have kept they should have hired Bienni, and they should have kept calm oh god but like apart from that josh McDonald's is, is a top two offensive coordinator <laughs> His play calling, his ability to make adjustments like as the game is going on is just second to none. And when you put that marriage together, it's just, oh God, like I'm so happy. Like every single week I watch them play, and I'm just like, (laughs) this is what Cam has needed his whole career, and he has just come into fruition at once. The defense, though. Yeah. The Uh, defense. (laughs) The the defense
2: We'll see how that goes.
0: What like, has what, what, been because, your thoughts about, about Cam? Let, let me just ask that.
2: Okay. Uh, I've really been impressed. I still think that every GM in the NFL who didn't even attempt to sign him, if you have a questionable starter, should be fired. Because he was there available for literally a minimum, like about 1.71 million days. Yeah. With the incentives going up to about two point one five million. 2.15 million. If he doesn't work out, you cut him in training camp. At least... Bring him into the building for a workout. None of them did. They, they cited COVID. Maybe the Patriots they didn't have any issues with COVID. Either. Like I don't know what they what uh, excuses they're making. Like it's it, it was a no-brainer almost. And now it's paying off for the Patriots. They win again. I don't know how people just keep giving them chances to be good. But yeah, he's been excellent. He's been he is he's, he's working. He's meshing really well with uh, Belichick. He has uh, got his. Like, he's got the respect of the locker room. People are saying it'll be a locker room distraction. We've thrown that into the mud. And, yeah, I really, like... I can't believe I'm saying this. I actually like the Patriots now. Yeah,
1: so, like,
0: that's the dilemma that, like, a lot of people, like, in the NFL... Like, a lot of people that, like, watch the league are, are like... Cam is such, like, a likable guy. If you actually, like, don't listen to, like, all the lies people say about him. But then the Patriots are such a, like, this, like... Like, they've been disliked for so long. And, like, when you bring those two, like, yeah, I, I believe, like, honestly, Cam and maybe, like, Russell Wilson are, like, the t- only two quarterbacks that could go to, like, the Patriots, and you'd be like, ah, maybe the maybe Patriots aren't that bad anymore. Like, those are, like, I think those are the only two.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh, okay, that's, I think that's, yeah, I've talked but... about, <laughs> I think I've talked about um, <laughs> Cam no, enough you, for this.
1: You, I, I
2: gave you space to cook.
1: yeah like
0: like honestly i could go on for like another like like okay i have one more thing to say about like the whole he wasn't he wasn't signed by a lot of teams this is when like you say you say like show me don't tell me like people telling me about like how how much of like this like the the medicals were such of like a disadvantage and this and it's like no, that makes no sense. You have Jimmy Garoppolo as your starter. He he's been injured basically as long as, if not more than Cam Newton. You have Nick Foles. He was injured the whole of last season. Like these are your quarterbacks. Like I'm telling you the truth. If Cam is on the field for the Niners last year in the Super Bowl, they probably win. If the if if the if the if yeah. the Bears if the Bears have have Cam Newton as their quarterback, any it's of the like Bears the Bears,
2: are really players. want to.
0: Like, what, like, obviously, the bears are wanting because, like, they have Trubisky as their starter. But, like, on, I honestly felt if the Niners had any atom of like guts, they would have said, Okay, we're bringing in Cam Newton to fight with Jimmy. Jimmy is still our starter, but we're going to bring him. But the thing is, you're afraid, like, don't give COVID as the excuse. You're afraid that, like, you put all this money into Jimmy and he's going to lose his job. <laughs> like, that's just the truth. Like, the reason why is because, like, the, the bears are afraid that the bears are afraid that. That Trubisky, that Trubisky is going to get benched. He's like, no, if we get benched, they're afraid that like Cam is going to walk into the locker room and in two weeks he has like all the respect, dude. all the respect is yeah. gone from Trubisky. If he if they ever even had the respect, like think you bring in Nick Foles. Nick Foles is this like normal guy, like he's not like you like when you think about personalities, you don't think okay, Nick Foles. But when you think about Cam, you, first thing you think is like the smile,
1: like the
0: six, six six, massive guy, personality, clothing, like. Once the like you saw it like even in the Patriots the Patriots that had, like this like military drilled organization you still see like Cam's personality is just too big like you can't keep him in check like the, like people just like gravitate towards him you you yeah. like you see from like the nicknames like what other quarterback I like what other quarterback are you going to ask in the, in a press conference like do you have a nickname for Bill Belichick and he's just going to come out and be like dollar dollar Bill like. Like no other quarterback is is even going to be like, yeah, but I, have a, <laughs> I have a nickname for Bill Belichick. But like, that's just who Cam is, man. Like he's just a lovable Bill guy. And, of
2: all
0: yeah, like bro, like even like normal coaches, like even if it wasn't Bill, like how many how many people have nicknames for their for their coach and they're even like they're like they're not scared to even say what it is. But Cam, just being Cam, is like bro, like that's that's who I am. I'm not going to fake you for anybody. Okay, now I think I'm done with Cam.
2: So yeah.
0: <laughs> like before, before we talk about even some of the some of the matchups for week three, I'm just going to go do like a quick exercise. So we have some unbeaten teams, and we have some some um, like teams without the win. I don't know what word to call them. So the first, I'm just yeah. going to list the unbeaten teams. So we have the Seattle Seahawks at three and zero. We have the Green Bay Packers at three and Ch- zero. The Chicago Bears at three and zero. We have. Oh my god. We have the Pittsburgh Steelers at 3 and 0. We have the Pittsburgh Steelers yeah. at 3. We have the Chiefs also 3 and 0. The Titans at 3 and 0. We have the Bills at 3 and 0 and those are all our 3 and 0 teams. What teams/team yeah. you not even are not going to be like this good but are just going to be like bad at the end of the season if I could ask you. It-
2: there's only one answer here. It's the BS. <laughs> it has to be the BS. Well, depending on how it goes with Nick Foles, but I think we see, we hopefully have seen the end of um, the COVID nineteen era. I said COVID. Sorry, of the Trubisky era. In, yeah, like uh, he's
0: going to the XFL, like Chicago. He's so,
2: in a few years, we'll see. I really hope he's done. So, yeah. Um, the Bears are not legit at all, and I don't know how Manegi won Coach of the Year in 2018. Looking back at it, it looks more and more fraudulent with each passing day. So I hope maybe Nick Foles can get their uh, passing game going, quick up tempo. That's the style of Foles. So we'll see, sure, but I really don't believe in the Bears. I don't believe in their play color. I like Nick Foles, but I don't believe in the Bears. Uh yeah, my answer. Everyone else I, is legit.
0: Maybe even the Titans are legit. Yeah. Uh, I I thought I thought about like this question for a while when I was like sending it, and like I wanted to say the Bears, but like I also don't think it's as cut and dry as like just the Bears are, are fraudulent, so like they're going to lose. My answer it was actually going to be the Titans, and I have a reason for that. Not that I think they're per se going to be like a bad team. But like I also feel as if three and zero no flat, um, flatters them a little bit. Like, I, yeah. Like the, I their, games have, their games have just been weird in like a weird way. Like they lost to the to the Vikings. They they beat the Vikings, but by like one point. And like they beat the the. The Jaguars, but by, like three points, and like they beat the Broncos, but by like two points. Like you add up all their wins, and it's like this is two, three, five. Like their win, their win, their point differential right now is five. Like <laughs> five. I I,
2: yeah. I I don't I don't just well, see how. I mean, Seattle makes a living off the... Yeah, but the thing about Seattle is that they have Seattle an. They have, a
0: living off. Like they have an elite quarterback. Like I don't think I don't think Ryan Tannehill is. Like, if you are listing quarterbacks, I think Rantani is, like, literally at, like, I think I think Matt Ryan is, like, the average line of quarterbacks. I think, like, there's a clear line. It's Matt Ryan. And I, I honestly think um, Rantani is worse than Matt Ryan. So, like, I, I, I don't just find I myself... Like I... I mean, I, I don't think he's bad. I think he's below average, but I also don't think he's bad. And then you look at it, and, like, I think the Colts obviously a lot of people were down on the cold just because of the way their first game went when they lost to like the Jaguars and like I think the way you begin your season has a lot to do with like has a lot to go with the way your team is is perceived to, towards the end towards like the whole yeah. season like if you win your, your first game big a lot of people just assume you're like a good team so no matter how you're doing like your next three games as long as the results go your way people just believe it but like the Titans have actually been pretty good. Like they beat up on like the Vikings in the next in like game two, and like they beat the bricks of the Bill um the Jets in the next game. Oh God, the Jets <laughs> they play tonight, which is like oh my God, they played the Broncos, which is you know the ultimate yeah. test of of NFL loyalty. If you could watch,
2: <laughs> if you I, could watch, I, I really can't bother. If you could watch
0: two, <laughs> two Thursday night games in a row with like the Miami, the Dolphins versus the, the Dolphins versus the Jaguars and one week and the next week they give you Jets versus the, the Broncos. That's the ultimate test of how much NFL football you're actually willing to, you know, to, to, to
2: watch. You know, these are, these are London games. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yo, yo, yo. Just giving London games. I honestly also, I also don't even think you're
0: wrong because like oh? the, the Jaggers oh. play in London every single year because like their owner owns is part of the people that owns like they he has a deal with them. I think they were even going he to play Fulham. like yeah, he owns I know he owns Fulham, but like, like I think he was even going to play like two games in London this year. So like obviously, if you are going to send some people to London, you send yeah. the Jaguars and the and the Miami Dolphins. And for the second game, like the Jets, like yeah, whatever. I'm not even like I'm not going to spend any more time talking about yeah. sorry about the Jets. Okay, on the other, on the other hand, let's talk about the winless teams <laughs> in the league. We don't have as many winless teams, but like obviously. All right. I'm just going to give this, I'm just going to dedicate this particular play to the Atlanta Falcons. They are O and three. And this has to be the funniest O and three team as I've ever seen in my life. Your O and three. But you've lost two games in which your win your win probability has been 99% or higher in the fourth quarter of every game. 99.3. Like, how on earth do you bottle how on earth do you bottle two games in a row? Like, I understand bottling one game. Like some things like sometimes in sports, these things happen. Like you're you're winning a game and like you get complacent, and then you know you just Bottle it okay, you say okay. The way they bottled it, they didn't know the rules of the onside kick, or like they knew the rules, but they didn't, they were scared. Like they gave up the on kick, okay, that's it. You lost that way. But then for you to come
2: out and in the next week, the you next, the very next week, the very next, can like, I have 30 seconds on Dan Quentin,
0: please? please? Like the floor is yours, 30,
2: 40, one minute. <laughs> go off. Oh man, Dan Quentin 2012, uh, Legion of Boom, he assembled the best defense we've had in Seattle in decades. And I really thought that, okay, losing him would be a challenge when he left in 2014. And like, he, he seemed like a competent coach for a few years, but it was basically just uh, Shanahan covering his nakedness because clearly he's, he's, how is a defensive minded coach getting ripped off game and again, game and game again for so many yards and points it makes no sense. And Arthur Blanc is just nice. Like, he's way, so he's giving him too long a rope, and Dan Quinn is hanging himself. And really, it's, it's a dumpster fire right now. They're winning Julio Jones. They have a great offensive line. But something's just not picking on defense. I think they need to fire Dan Quinn, bring in, I don't know, an offensive head coach and hire a good DC. That's what you have to do. It's literally, they they could have been three and zero, but they're zero three. It, it makes no sense, and I really just they should burn down Queen at the stake. So yeah, that's oh, oh that's my that's God. my, that's
0: my Okay, <laughs> like I like I just feel bad for the Falcon fans because like you have the Super Bowl where you're up twenty eight to three, and then you bottle that, and like the next the next like most the next like. Most improbable comeback happens to be the Falcons, and then the next one happens to be the Falcons. Like, couldn't there be like, you know, like, <laughs> oh my god, like, oh, there's that, and it, then some other
2: bad luck. Atlanta teams in general,
0: yeah. Some other, some other on, on like, some other like, on, what, what do you even call teams without a win? Like, some other teams without a win, that's winless. Not a win. <laughs> winless. Win, yeah, winless. Some other winless, winless team. We have, we have like the the, the Vikings at O and three. The Philadelphia Eagles oh, at like at like two and like oh two and one, the Giants at O and three, the Bengals at two at O two and one, the Denver Broncos at O and three, the Texans at O and three, the Jets at 0 and three. which of those teams do you think has the best chance to come back and make the playoffs? Uh
2: to come back, honestly, it's I can't believe I'm gonna say I think it's still the Eagles. It has to, be because just because of their division, the way that division is looking, 7-9, because they're, you know, there are now seven teams in the playoffs for yeah. the I think 7-9, honestly, I, it could win the division, you go in the division at 7-9. So it's like, yeah, I, I think still the Eagles, but they look really, really bad. Today, I just saw that only one receiver suited up, John Hightower or something like that. So for training. So it's just then bad straight. Maybe they run three tight ends on every play and then they just keep dinking and picking their way. But I still do believe that they can make it. four and three to uh maybe oh and two and one to maybe maybe they finish the season. Uh they how does this work? Seven 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 wins should get them into the playoffs, really. I ho- I believe, but yeah, for me it's the eagles. How about you?
0: Um, I think, I was, like, obviously, the, the answer to say is, like, if you just look, you like, but I honestly think it's the Texans for some reasons. One, I think they, of all the winless teams, I think they have the best quarterback. We can all agree that, like, Deshaun Watson is the best quarterback of all yeah. the teams without the win. And then also, their division, you look at the, their schedule, they've basically played what you would say is the hardest schedule possible like you start with the Kansas City Chiefs and then you go to the Ravens and then you play the and you go to Pittsburgh and play at Pittsburgh like I don't think there's any way harder unless like like you go I don't even know like where else would you like what other three teams would you choose not to even play to start the season the way the way those other teams have started the season and then you look at your you look at their remaining schedule obviously they're in the AFC South so they played like the Titans they played the The Titans, they played the Jaguars and they play. Who's the last team? They play the Titans, Jaguars, and they play who's the last team in that division. And they play the Colts, yeah. And they play the the Colts. So you'd look at those teams, and then you'd be like, okay, at least the Jaguars and the Titans and the Colts. That's not like the worst three teams to have in your division. You, if you could if you could take wins away from those three teams, you could easily recover. Apart from that, they're out of schedule, they're out of like division schedule, is pretty. It's not the worst. Like they played the Browns. Obviously, they played the, the the Lions, they played the Bears, they play the Bengals, they play some, they play some teams that you could get wins versus they also play the they also played the Patriots and they played the Jaguars. But apart, those are the remaining that, those is what I'll say are their only they're their, their only difficult like out of like division games. So I think they have a good chance to come back, even though their coach is a problem. Like as much as like I like the quarterback, (laughs) I don't really understand like Bill O'Brien as a coach. But like I think what like how you win in the NFL is good, good quarterback play, and like they have some of the best quarterback play. Do I think they are going to be like? Do I think they are going to end up like um, thirteen and three, or like or like twelve and four? No, but do I think like nine and nine, like nine and seven gets you to the yeah nine, nine and seven right? Just to make sure my mind. Yes, nine seven. Do yeah, I think Gets you into the playoffs in that in that division? Hundred and ten percent. Yes. So I just believe yeah, that, like, they could come back. They could come back and make it.
2: So I actually do like actually do like Bob as the coach. Bob uh, O'Brien as a coach. It's as a GM or whatever his role is that is really my issue. Like he he makes choices for the now. To win now. As a GM, obviously. That's why you separate the rules, you know, for the coach to hold the GM in check. Maybe he's looking too far into the future. And if the coach is looking too much into the now, the GM still has to plan for the future of the team. But giving one person those two roles, I don't know how wise that is. And they've been doing it for a while. And their financial situation really uh, soon is not looking up at all. Like they still have to pay, um, they still have to pay um Deshaun his big extension and then after that, they're really looking for money. So, we'll see how that goes. They really need I, to hire someone. To
0: I mean, that's, the, that's what happens. That was... That's what happened when you, like, trade for Laramie Tunsil and then you immediately have to pay him and then you have J.J. Watt that you're paying and you have David Johnson, who you, who you traded for, that, like, has, like, a big contract and you also have, like, Deshaun Watson. Like, the way the NFL is, is you you have to capitalize when your quarterback is cheap, if your quarterback is cheap. So... Yeah. Uh, I don't just know. So... I think that's been enough for like just recapping the season so far. Let's get into some like games that are happening this weekend. So obviously we have today's game. Like I'm like one, I'm not even going to talk about it. I just want your prediction. Like, like Jets, Jets, like Deva at the Jets, who do you think is going to win? I don't even care about the score. Who do you think is going to win? Tie. Oh my three, god. Three three tie. Please, please. <laughs> Like, I, like yeah. you're going to make me spend more time on this that I actually want to. So just tell me who you think is going to bring. Like, no ties. Like, I'm not going to like to see a tie because, like, ties don't happen.
2: All right. Me. No ties. I, I have to go with the Broncos. The Jets actually, but the Broncos are starting some random
0: yeah, uh,
2: QB. I really don't know.
0: Someone named Rippin or someone. Like What's his a, name? Rippin. Like, Brandon. Oh, I don't God. know. Brandon Rippin. And or then. Something.
1: The,
2: the Jets. They don't have a, the Jets don't have receivers and they don't have running backs, so I have to go Broncos here. Maybe they just run the ball down the Jets through to the win, mm-hmm. but yeah, Broncos Broncos win. But it's not even going to be interesting at all. Like, yeah, I don't know. Again. I think I
0: think I think the Jets were actually win. Like this, like it's where like an unstoppable force meets like the immovable object. It's like. Okay, like at what point do the Jets like, <laughs> like reach like the level where? So, no, I'm, I'm talking to more Jets. The Jets are going to win. That's very That's that, like, okay, that's it. So, I'm going to divide this into <laughs> two. Like, this
2: sports. is very stoppable for Smith. Very movable object. <laughs> so,
0: okay, some like, games. Just, no. I'm just I'm just going to ask you, like, who do you think is going to win? So, like, the Cardinals are going to the Panthers. The Cardinals are 3.5 favorites. Who do you think wins that game?
2: Yeah, I think the Cardinals do well. The Panthers' defense isn't great, and the Cardinals' pass game is really moving. With uh, DeAndre Hopkins being a very overqualified chain mover, but it's working for them. Like he's getting first downs on almost every pass he's catching. I think he leads the league in um, target share and all that. So if you play fantasy, I don't know, DFS, get him in your, in your lineup this week. The Panthers have no corners. Cardinals win big
0: but something something to look out for something yeah. to look out for that is in is a strange league. like Hopkins has been injured he hasn't traveled he hasn't like practiced for like I believe like two days now and so like I don't know if he's going to make the game like thing about Hopkins is he's one of like the toughest guys in like the league like he plays through like almost every single injury so I don't know if that's going to be a concern Moving on, though, we have the Colts going to the Bears. The Colts are three points, favorites. I'm just going to start this one off. I think the Colts, I don't know, because the Colts have some injuries on offense, too. Hmm, this, uh, I think the Bears win this game. I'm going to go with the Bears. What do you think?
2: I think the Colts win. Um, the Colts offensive line is really good, and I'd say the strength of the Bears is their defense, Inclusive of their defensive, line with Mac and those other pass rushers, I think the Colts they can run it down their throats. I, I in this day and age, I can't believe I'm saying running running so much, but mm-hmm. like I really do think the Colts they can. And the more you run, obviously, it opens up play action, so you can take some shots downfield. So we'll see. I I, I do think the Colts, but I, I, it's a it's a toss up for me. All
0: right. Um, so we have the Saints going to Detroit to face the Lions. The Saints are four points favorites. I think I think um Michael Thomas is meant to be back for that game. So I'm going to go with the uh, Saints beating the Lions. I just don't think the Lions are going to be really good this season.
1: Yeah, me
2: too. What do you think about Drew B's arm?
0: I if you know me, you know I'm part of the camp of Drew Brees, is, Drew Brees is washed. Tom Brady, like, literally is a system quarterback. So Drew Brees has been washed for quite a time. Like, if you watch him, he passes to two guys, and then occasionally he passes to three guys. Like, he ba- like he basically only passes five yards to, to Kamara or 15 yards to Michael Thomas. He has, not, he has nothing downfield. Yeah. Like, literally, he doesn't throw more well, than 15 he... yards. When Whatever big play they have is like, 15 yards downfield, nothing else, and then Michael Thomas or Kamara do everything else. So I just feel as if his arm is done for that's basically what I think. I think I saw a
2: stat that, I think I saw a stat that uh, Calvin Ridley has more air yards than the entire Saints offense. Right. And for, for people who don't know what a yards are, if yards are basically if someone if the QB threw a ball and the receiver caught it and stuck immediately there. so there's no, it doesn't account for yards after the catch. His his uh, are really low, and uh, I don't know. It's time for Listic Jameis, baby. Let's let's give James the ball and let him. Bro, don't know <laughs>
0: what Jameis can do now. Like he has two eyes that that work. So that work, man. No fear, James. <laughs> okay, moving on. We have the Bengals at home to face the Jaguars. I I'm, I'm, uh, what, what do you think is going to happen here? The Jagu- the, the Bengals I, are I, three I, points favorites. I think.
2: Uh, yeah, I think three-point favorites is correct. Though uh, maybe you, I do feel the Jaguars are a little overrated. I like uh, Gardner show a lot. I like Jay Gruden as an offensive court play caller, not as the head coach. But yeah, I just do think Burrow has it. Like, whatever it is, Joe Burrow has it. And he's making throws, he's making plays. despite a, t- a terrible offensive line. And AJ Green, that looks like he's 50 on the field. And uh, not like, okay, he has some good receivers, Tyler Boyd and T. Higgins, and makes him run the ball. But yeah, I do, I do like his offense. I like what Joe Brady is doing. Um, he's calling some plays that he called for for Borough out of college. Wait, Joe Brady is the offensive coordinator, right? Yeah, Joe Brady is the
0: offensive coordinator of the Panthers.
2: Yeah, okay, I was just.
0: Yeah, he was, yeah. Uh, he was oh, at LSU. Panthers, my bad.
2: So who's their offensive coordinator at the Bengals? It's, yeah, I mean, oh. I don't know
0: the offensive coordinator, but I know the head coach is, oh God. Zach he's Taylor. The, yeah, Zach Taylor, and he's the one Zach that calls Cole. the plays,
2: so. Hmm. Okay. I, he's mixing up some stuff that Joe Brady was doing in college. Uh, some short throws, letting the receivers run after the catch, RPOs, things like that, which is good. He's letting him be comfortable. I do, like, I, I do like Bengals here. Yeah. Let them get their first win. Let Joe Let him cook, man. Let him go.
0: Yeah. I mean, I'm just, like, this is just like, I'm just going to, please, mix in, please. I, like, please, please, please. Like, I beg of you. <laughs> like, I saw, I saw, I saw a start of like, everybody, like, there was this, there was this like start, no, it wasn't a start, but it was like, like running backs that like have 70% of their backfield like share like and like mixing was like the lowest ranked in fantasy of all of them please i beg of you please oh, wow. please also <laughs> the 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 Bengals yeah. the Bengals are like are like 30th or like 29th in the league in play action which makes no sense like run makes some no more sense. play action man run some more play action please like <laughs> like Oh God, man! <laughs> like I don't know either. The, oh, I'm, I'm not.
2: Sure. <laughs> I, I think they're just getting acquainted to Joe and Borough and everything. I'm sure they'll stop. They'll start running some more play action soon. Like right. I don't know much about Zach Taylor, but he's he apparently has touched the hem of uh Sean McVay's garment, so I, he has to be a good head coach. So and you know Sean McVay runs a lot of play action movement before the snap. I Think Zach Taylor should run some of that too. Yeah. Random question Do you know what Zach Taylor looks like?
0: Yes, I know what he looks like because I remember him doing the draft. He was like literally the only, only like head coach that was in like a full on suit in like his like office at home. <laughs> <laughs> it was like it was like the I'm Googling his ever. face
2: right now.
0: It was like the weirdest thing ever. He was like in a suit with like a tie. And like everything sitting like his like home office, and then d- you you like juxtapose that with like <laughs> you, juxtapose, you juxtapose that with with like um K, um Cliff Kingsbury in like just chilling in like his like living room with like in like in like seventy eight oh, man. like mansion in Arizona. How about
2: Jerry's Jerry's yacht? <laughs>
0: You, like he could have basically been in a yeah. spaceship. Like I thought he would. Like I was like, oh, like Jerry has gone to space. To, like <laughs> to like to like escape COVID. That's how. Like that's how dope. It is. Like, oh, and also, we need to like being a billionaire is a bad thing. If you're a billionaire, you deserve to like be eaten by like the poor people. Like moving on. <laughs> Let's okay. So I have some. I, I have some games All that like right. I'm just going to be like quick fire because like they're just like mismatches. So like we have C- um, the Seahawks playing the Dolphins, Dolphins at home. Who do you think is going to win? Seahawks.
2: Yeah. Come on, come on, come yeah, sure. on. Seahawks. Seahawks win. So, so we have the ch- club,
0: we have the Chargers. We have the Chargers going to Tampa Bay. The the Bucks are minus seven and a half. Obviously, I, I'm going with the Bucs. The Bucks defense is elites and their offense is just good enough to, you know, to just stay yeah. So so uh, you're going with the Bucs
2: too, right?
1: Oh uh, yeah,
2: I do. I'm, I think yeah. I go
0: with the box here. Yeah. yeah,
2: so we I have like, the. I, I like so much stuff. There,
0: yeah, we have the Ravens going. We have the Ravens going up against the Washington Football Team. The Ravens just got their ass handed to them on Monday night, <laughs> and like they're going up versus probably one of the worst teams yeah, in the they're, league. They're going to come out angry. I believe that we're both going to and like without the ravens Young, the Ravens but... the ravens are minus thirteen points on the, the the ravens are 13 points favorites, I believe like I think they're going to beat up at like twenty four so there's that Wow and then I think lastly in the games that like just mismatches, we have the Rams playing at home to the Giants. the Rams are minus twelve and a half. like I don't just see how this game is even close. my so, God. I'm
2: going with the Rams, so I don't know my house my house starts today. <laughs> My hand sex uh, on
0: Sunday, sir. Okay,
2: so like we'll just, oh.
0: just to like close up the matchups, I think we have a few left. We have the Buffalo Bills going up versus going to Las Vegas to face John Gruden, who I know you're a big fan of, and the Las Vegas Raiders. Who do you think is this? <laughs> to... The Bills are three um, points dogs?
2: Yeah, um, the Raiders are surprisingly good. And it's like, based, it's, their, it's actually their defense this year. Their offense has been, it's all right, it's putting up points, but their defense has been good enough to keep them in games. Uh, but I think I have to side with the Bills here. They're at their home, right? Yeah, the as... mm. Well, I think I'll go with the Bills. Bills 4-0. But I wouldn't be surprised if the Raiders shocked them. If, you, if you're if you a betting person, I'd take that, I'd put that in the tease. You can tease that down to uh, Raiders, maybe Raiders plus, plus three, maybe. The Raiders are plus three right I now, but that. you can
0: like, you could probably take it up to like Raiders plus like five and a half or something stupid like that if you want.
2: Exactly. Um. Oh, next yeah.
0: thing, we have the Vikings going to Houston to face the Texans. I'm going to say the Houston Texans get their first win of the season and the Vikings go to 0-4. So... I'm going to take yeah. the Texans
2: in yeah, that matchup. Is, is this game a loser least a town match? Like, is your season over if you lose this game? What that one
0: for the Vikings? I think like, I think like going 0 and 3 in the division that has Aaron Rodgers was like, like, like yeah no you're not you're not like coming <laughs> back. But like with the Texans, yeah I think yeah I think yeah if if they somehow lose this game yeah I think their season is over they don't come back.
2: I didn't hear you. Please,
0: could you say that again? Yeah, I said for like I said for the Vikings that in like going down 0-3, going down 0-3 in the season that has um, in the division that has Aaron uh, Rodgers playing as well as his yeah. playing. I don't think I don't think it, I don't think it matters. I don't think like going 0-4 and 0-3 does a big difference. But like for the Texans, I think yeah, tr- tr- like going 0-4 there, like your season is probably over if you go 0-4 versus
2: in any division yes, yeah, loser list down. I yeah. think I will watch that one. It looks like it could be a, a, a good one.
0: And then moving on to our last two match our last three matchups, we have the Eagles taking on the 76, 76 the 49ers. The Niners are <laughs> min- the Niners are minus 7 favorites for that game. I think oh, I'm going to go with the Niners. The
2: Niners My, just, the seven is way too high
0: though. The so, line is too high. The Niners at home. I actually don't think it's that is that high with like the way the Eagles have been playing. And with the way the Niners like mm. the Niners don't need to throw the ball, the Niners could literally just run like seventy percent of the time and win and win this game. And I do like I honestly yeah. don't think Nick Mullins is bad. Is he like a starting quarterback? Yeah, no, but good. like I don't think he's the type of I don't think he's the type of quarterback that like you say. Okay, we're going to lose if he plays. Like I think he's pretty he's pretty good. And Monday Night Football, we have the Packers playing at home to the Falcons. I say the Packers win this game. Their offense has just been clicking at such a level. Aaron Rodgers is playing at like such a high level, and like the Falcons' defense yeah. is just good. Like they lost their like first round pick, AJ Terrell. He was put on like the COVID list. I don't know if he's back or not. But like I don't believe like even if he was going to play, I think like their defense just isn't good enough to stop Aaron Rodgers. So I think yeah, I think the the Packers win. What do you think?
2: Yeah, the Packers win. Yeah, the But I do think there'll be a lot of offense. Like, even though the Packers' defense is really good, Jerry Alexander is playing some really good football. Uh, their defensive line mates, Person and Zadaris, they're really, like, rushing yeah. the passer quite well this year But I just see, like, the Falcons have weapons, man. Julio Jones is back. And uh, Calvin Ridley, maybe the deadliest player in fantasy this year. It's like, also, so, will
0: anybody ever <laughs> cover Calvin Ridley? Like, ever? Like, literally, every no, single time. He's, he's like... <laughs> He's like 60, he's like he's 60 really yards downfield, team. like wide open every single time. I'm like, <laughs> bro, he literally leads the league in like yards.
2: Please cover him. Please, I beg yeah. of you. If you cover him though, aren't you shading away from Julio? Like, like that's the like, problem. That's literally, Julio Julio was even
0: playing post. in the last game, and like the first game, the first play of the game was like his 70-yard pass to Calvin Ridley. Like, like I'm not even here to talk about <laughs> Calvin Ridley because, like, honestly, I'd like there's something about you know when you like when you want to play so much on fantasy and like you literally cannot get him no matter what. That's how I feel about Cam really. So now I just wish I just wish like <laughs> bad I don't wish like bad play on him. I just wish bad stats. Like the Falcons could go like 16 and no, as long as Cam Ridley really has like four, four catches, four catches for like seven yards every single game. That's all I care about. And then last but not least, we have probably like the marquee <laughs> matchup of the week to me. Though I don't know if it's to like every single person. We
1: have yeah, like the we have the
0: the Patriots going to Arrowhead to face Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs. There's the replay of the AFC uh, the AFC title game of like two years ago, and like the the Chiefs are favored ago, by yeah. the Chiefs are favored by minus seven, which I feel is an okay line. Like the talk wow. that the Chiefs like you're never going to like like you're never going to say like that offense is not going to score points. So I think minus seven is a good enough thing. I'm going to say the Patriots win. Yeah,
2: I think that's, to a, that's a three.
0: Yeah,
2: yeah. Wait,
0: the
2: Patriots win.
0: Yeah, I think the Patriots. Like, <laughs> I, I'm going to give. I'm going to give my reasons. One is the Patriots are the best rushing team in the in the NFL. Like, f- no matter what metric you look at, like EPA expected yards per play on rushing. Like, you look at like yards after contact. I think Sonny Michelle is like number two in the league in yards after contra- contact. Contact. You look at the way they're set up, they have like James White, who just returned to practice this week. Um, RIP to his dad. And I hope his mom, I haven't heard any yeah. I haven't heard any news on his mom, but I hope his mom is coming his with, like dad. just yeah, like just like losing both your parents in like one one like one crash or one must be must be I can't, I can't even Father me. But like James White is back. So the Michelle is a JJ Taylor and undrafted free agent rookie, has been running super hard from like training car. Training, training camp. I believe Damien Harris has, was like, has, is going to be brought back from like the IR, which was like their best running, basically their best player in like like training camp. So they have all those running backs. Plus, you add that to like the, the elite offensive line and like basically like the best short yardage, like quarterback, best short yardage player in like NFL history camp. I just think yeah. the Patriots' game plan is going to be run the ball on first down get three, four yards, run the ball on second down, get three, four yards, run the ball again on third down. Like, give Mahomes, like, I feel in this game, if Mahomes has anything more than six or five or six possessions in the whole game, you're losing the game no matter what. So, I think the best thing you do is, like, just try to hold him to, like, five or six possessions, and then try to run the ball like make it the shortest game as as short a game as you can and give him like the time of possession if the Patriots don't win the time of possession like 76 at least 76 percent of time of possession I just think they lose automatically so I think that's what they're going to do and on defense I don't know how the how Belichick plans to stop that but like Belichick is probably like the best game plan when it comes to to like stopping people so that's honestly why I just think the Patriots are going to win what do you think you obviously disagree but what do you think
2: <laughs> uh, I think the Patriots are going to win because man. Oh, yeah? uh, oh, sorry, I meant to say the Chiefs. Why did I say the Patriots? Maybe down. I'm I'm with you, but I think the Chiefs win. Uh, their offense is just um, you know, it's, it's my homes is is otherworldly. Mahomes is Mahomes. The Chiefs are the Chiefs, and the Patriots. Their defense is really missing uh, some linebackers. I think Hightower is they opted out some other people in their defense. So yeah, like they
0: know. lost just they lost, they lost they lost He went to the to the Dolphins. Yeah. Hightower, yeah.
2: Hightower um,
0: um opted out Patrick Chunk, who is like a safety linebacker hybrid, opted out too. So like you know what I mean.
2: Yeah. yeah. So it's just um I I just think the uh the, the Chiefs win because I don't know the Chiefs, man, that's my, <laughs> that's, that's really my, but I really do expect the Belichick to come out with a very creative defensive plan. Uh, You know, he's famous for taking away the team's best receiver. So, and that's Terry Kill. So we'll see what he does. It Or no, you could say it's actually Kelsey. I, I won't be surprised if it's Kelsey he focuses in on to take away instead of Terry Kill. He would probably rather take his chances with long passes downfield than getting died up for 10 yards, a catch by a uh, Kelsey. So we'll see. I, I still think uh the Chiefs win, but it could be tight, and I won't be surprised if the Patriots pull it out. Okay. All right. To
0: wrap this up, I'm just going to ask like three questions. Who do you think are the two teams All playing right. in the in the championship games? And uh, who do you think are the two teams playing in the Super Bowl? Who do you and then lastly, who do you think is winning? All
2: right, <laughs> NFC NFC game. I'm going. <laughs> I have to go with my Seahawks, man. The Seahawks and uh and the NFC, I still think the Cowboys can make it to the mm-hmm. NFC Championship yeah. Yeah, I, I said at the beginning of the season. I'm still like backing the Cowboys to figure them out because they have too much talent not to not to be good. But they have too much. I too much.
0: They have too much offensive talent. Their defense sucks. Like yeah. one, they and have, have injuries. Like they have highly paid players on like the way... Like one, I don't think. I don't think um um demarcus lawrence has a sack in like one and a half seasons like i can't remember last time I'm, i've watched i've watched like he's he's obviously a good player when it comes to playing the run but like he can't rush he doesn't rush the pass efficiently enough two we have jalen smith another highly played line um linebacker who cannot cover efficiently he just doesn't cover like running backs and like tight ends and everything efficiently. so like their defense can't stop anybody and obviously they left yeah. they let their best they let their best corner go in Byron Jones, who I thought was like an elite corner. And like their safeties, they don't have good, they don't have like elite safeties. So like I don't just understand. They went in for they went in for Jamal Adams and they didn't go in for Earl Thomas. So like their defense sucks. I just can't take them seriously without that defense. So continue. So you think it's going to be the Seahawks and the Cowboys?
2: Seahawks and the Cowboys in the NFC game. No, I wouldn't be surprised if the Saints figure it out another day again. And for the AFC, AFC is is, uh, Ravens, Chiefs, and I'm going vanilla with that one. Those are the two best teams in the league. But I I, I honestly wouldn't be surprised if someone like the Bills sneak in, you know. Mm -hmm. It happens that now teams play one year in the playoffs, get bounced in one game, and then they get their, I call it them scars, you know, you have to get playoff experience. So the next year, they go further. So... I think the Bills—they've gotten their playoff scars with that crazy game they played against the Texans uh, last uh, last season. So I expect them to be in and about that AFC Championship game. So yeah, Chiefs, uh, Chiefs, Ravens, Seahawks, Cowboys—to <laughs> my championship game picks. And then for the Super Bowl, I'm going funny. I'm going Cowboys, um, Cowboys versus uh, Chiefs. In the, in the Super Bowl mm. yeah
0: uh who do you have winning
2: uh obviously I, I can't be against my homes in any in anything he's going back to back he, he's the golden boy so yeah
0: all right so I'm going to my picks for the NFC I'm going to go the Green Bay Packers playing mm-hmm. versus hmm I don't know the the Seahawks defense, man, like it concerns me. I want to say bad. Seahawks, but like their defense concerns me. And I just don't think Drew Brees has enough to throw for them to win. I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to say the Rams take on the Packers in the NFC game. I don't know. Like, I just really? like the I, I like the look of the Rams. Like they have basically who I believe is the best player in football, just on just on talent alone i think it's between Mahomes and 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 donald, and donald. i think Mahomes is pre- you probably i'm probably going to go Mahomes because like quarterback position is the most important position but like i just think donald is just better than like everybody else like he's just better like i don't think there's anybody that you put in front of donald that can block him i don't think there's any two people you put in front of him that can block him i think it takes like three three guys to stop him and then That's like and then the offense. I just think Sean McVeigh looked at what he did his first year. And then the next year he tried to do it, but the offensive line just wasn't good enough. And like now they've gotten some more health on the offensive line. They have like better running backs. I just think Dodd Gurley was like too hurt to do anything for them last year. They have better, they have like better, more health in running backs. And like I just think they're going to show they're going to be good this season. And then for the Packers, I just think when you see Aaron Rodgers playing at this level, the only person better oh, okay. than him, the only people better than him is like peak, peak Russell Wilson and like Patrick Mahomes. So like, I just have to go with him. For the AFC, I think it's going to be this... I almost said Steelers, but like, I don't know. Yeah, I'm going to go Steelers versus... Really? I'm going to go Steelers versus the Patriots. And the Patriots is just a wishful thing Wishful thinking pick if everything goes right for the <laughs> but, but like I think I honestly think the the Steelers have the best defense in football like and they play defense in such an aggressive manner that like I, I kind of like just like watching the way they play. They allowed like their corners to like ball Hawk and like they just blitz like they've just blitz all the time.
1: Yeah.
0: and like the thing about blitzing is, like sometimes you blitz and you don't get there so like the quarterback like has an easy read or I like see. three or yeah. but like the thing about the Steelers they blitz and they're, they're so big at like the linebacker levels that like when they blitz they're basically blitzing, blitzing like D linemen too so like and they always get pressure and like the thing about football if you get pressure on the quarterback no matter how good yeah the you can post is, mistakes yeah, you force him to do missing, and yeah, and like their secondary is is opportunistic. of is Patrick, Joe Hayden, all those guys are there to pick off passes. So I just think they are going to make it there. I think the Steelers played the the Patriots. I think the Patriots make adjustments. I also think the Patriots make a, a trade at the trade deadline for like a receiver to like give Ooh. them something something more because like what you say about the Patriots, uh... like they, they have. They have I think the most cap space in the league right now and the thing about cap space is like they're saving a lot of it to move around to next year because of like covid but I also think like they have enough to make one more one more move that like Alan Robinson
2: put... I think I see that I think yeah. I see that for them if it doesn't yeah, work so, out with Nick Foles.
0: yeah put just just you know put like one more move to take them over the top so I think I think there's that and then in the in the in the Super Bowl I think I'm going to go with the s- Steelers playing, playing the Packers in like what is going to be like the most old school matchup. In yeah, like yeah. Those, those, those are two of like the most <laughs> respected f- like football franchise franchises. Like imagine the Super well, so I think and for the winner, I think Rodgers gets his second ring this year under a coach that a lot Ooh. of people thought a lot of people thought he hated. It wasn't
2: good. Yeah. Uh they've started mixing in a lot of stuff. Like I think first the first year was just getting them to know themselves. This year they looked a lot more comfortable. They're running play action, but they're still giving Rodgers the chance to change the plays at the line and yeah. things like and, that.
0: And so, the yeah. thing about I think about Rogers last year is what he doesn't want to do is like he, he does a lot of like his like like where his elite is in when he's facing the defense and the thing about play action is you turn your back to the defense especially in like the way they, the, the way they run the way they run their play action like is a full on okay you they fake it all the way to the all the way to the end like is a whole fake like as i think they were showing on like was this Sunday Night Football the other day, like, literally, their runs and their passes look the exact same way, so you have to like, fake it the exact same way, and day, last year, he didn't want to do it, I think this year, he trusts like, the process a little bit more, so, yeah. I think, I think Rogers wins it. So, do you have any, any last yeah. words
2: before we wrap it up? Um, I think I'm, I'm finally moving my agenda, I'm off, green is bad, I'm, I'm now fully on the, and we've, fire like i'm going to i'm going to spread my my hate across dan quinn um adam Gase, <laughs> and mark Patricia. Those three they need to be burnt at the stake quick fast so yeah officially my agenda is over with john good and he's proving me wrong i i eat my humble pie but adam Gase is getting fired before week six if the jets know what they are doing sure yeah Adam Gates before week six, Patricia before week ten, and uh, who was the last one? Adam Gates, Patricia, Dan and uh, Danqu uh, Duncan Dan is gone. If they try this, thing, if they lose next week, he's gone. He has to be gone, right? Because oh, uh, and three I haven't started yet, but we'll see. Ah. Yeah, so those three. How about
0: you? last thoughts. Honestly, I just. Please just stay healthy, NFL people. Don't go out. Yeah. Practice social distancing. Wear a mask. Wash your hands. Use hand sanitizer. Please let the season continue. We've seen like how fun like sports can be with the way the N- the NBA bubble has has happened when people just follow the rules. So please, everybody, please, 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 just allow the season to go through successfully. <laughs> and like just normally, if you're like just normally, please, people of the world, don't. Go to public places. (laughs) Like, if you're going to go to public places, don't go around people you don't know. Like, if you don't know someone, don't go around the person. You don't know where the person has been. Like, just if everybody just, you know, stayed at home or just practice social distancing for like a good, I don't know, three months does the, the covid would have been gone so please it's not too late just everybody stay at home wear a mask practice and wash your hands don't like just please thank you that's all i have to say and thank you to bulu for coming on also thank you to ife for coming on for the nba ah, no and this has been the object podcast remember to like subscribe anywhere you get your up anywhere you get your podcast apple podcast overcast spotify anywhere you listen to your podcast Hopefully this will be like the way it was for that. Hopefully we have another episode soon. Pro- hopefully another episode next, next week and not next year. As for me, remember to follow me on Twitter, follow Bolo at Bolo underscore addition. I believe that's what his, his Twitter handle yeah, is. Yeah, that's correct. And for if I think it's at L. or something, 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 something,
2: something. So
0: yeah, yeah,
2: putting putting put in the notes. <laughs> yeah, it will be it will
0: be notes and also be in the tweet and the tweets when I tweet them out. As for me, follow me on Twitter at at Chuxy and follow the podcast on Twitter at off the pot, top pod with an underscore at the end. For that, that's been me. Thank you for listening. Bye.
2: Oh, for yeah, me. bye everyone.
0: That was dope. Thanks for coming on, bro. Thank you.
2: Ah, no problem, man.
0: The podcast will be out. Uh, I want to say later in the in the evening. I need to do some stuff, then I'll edit it, add both of it together, and that'll be it. All right.